Welcome to episode 185 of Shanlin Out of Batman. I am your host, Justin Shanlin, and we have a jam-packed episode. But before we begin talking about what's packed in our jams and jellies, welcome to the show, Kyle Davis. Hi, I'm, I'm here. I'm, I, I'm alive. I don't know. I said, well, the show, you're the co-host. <laughs> Welcome, Kyle. It's the first time you've ever. Hi, been I'm I'm new here. <laughs> but yeah, but we, yes, got, we got a lot uh, to talk about today. We have so much to talk about. There's so many things that are happening. It's been kind of like a lull. Like we, uh, San Diego Comic Con was last weekend. Uh, we'll get we'll get like a brief. We'll do a brief of that. We we did do an episode of San Diego Comic Con. We did some trailer breakdowns. However. Technology got in the way. We lost the recording. It happens. Not a big deal. So we will get to that one after this episode. But bef- but let's do a brief rundown of San Diego Comic-Con. Black Adam was there. Dwayne the Rock Johnson. They showed some footage from that. And Shazam 2. And um, that was it? Pretty lackluster. <laughs> um, but what's interesting, the reason that was so lackluster, and the reason that they only did two of those, you know, things is because <laughs> a lot of things have happened in the last, you know, couple of days in regards to DC, Warner Brothers, Warner Brothers Discovery. Um, but yeah, it was just a lackluster San Diego Comic-Con, Marvel Studios blew, you know, the roof off like they usually do. Uh, it's, almost like, to see. it's almost like they have a plan and they're sticking to the plan. Right. Um, th- they they came out with so much stuff. Secret Wars. Uh, they showed footage from Guardians 3. They just, they mapped up like, well, the next like 50 years of Marvel movies. Like they, like they have been for the last, you know, couple years. And to me, San Diego Comic-Con for the DC panel, or I guess you should say the New Line panel, because it was basically just New Line movies was a dud. I like the I did like the footage that they showed of Black Adam. Like I thought the Black Adam trailer was a lot better. Uh, Shazam 2 looks great. Um but clearly you have a winner winner and then clearly you have an abysmal loser. I'm sorry, I'm just being honest. No, I like, so, um, I don't think anybody could reasonably make an argument that DC had a better showing this year. Like, in what reality is what we're currently working towards, like, more interesting and exciting than what Marvel's doing? It's It was real lackluster. I was really hoping that they would have taken, they would have brought out, you know, the next five to ten years of stuff. Here's what we're doing. They could have showed some stuff from The Flash. They could have showed some stuff from Batgirl. Um, but... Clearly, there's a huge shift going on, and so let's get right into that. So I would say that the sum of DC Comic Con, or say DC Comic Con, San Diego Comic Con for DC, I give it a D minus. 
So they, they showed up, I guess. But I'm not happy with what they, you know, the lackluster. Um, I mean, yeah, like when it comes down to it, they did not bring a lot. And the stuff they did bring was okay. Nothing rocked our socks okay. off. It was just like, oh, okay, yeah, right. that looks fine. It's so just this one, this one is going to be interesting because four days ago, the New York Post, of all places, not the trades, not Variety, the Hollywood Reporter, the New York Post dropped a pretty seismic scoop <laughs> in regards to some DC, a DC film. Now, if you've been living under a rock for the last four days, you know, if maybe you're in a coma, you know, maybe, maybe you were, you know, on a mountain somewhere with, you know, no internet, no access to, you know, the, the Hollywood world. This is pretty seismic. Oh yeah. And it, to me, it's pretty unprecedented what is what the New York Post and what the New York Post, you know, was able to drop. Um, so let me yeah, read you. It's usually not the kind of news that uh, anybody wants out there. So well, yeah, I'm kind of surprised I, they actually I, I, made it to press. Right. Like I like I remember when this dropped and people were like trying to dead this, but then it kind of like like a lot of those those internet blogs, a lot of those other things tried to dead this scoop. But like an hour or two later, it was pretty much confirmed by everyone that this was happening. Um, so let me read you this uh, headline. Irredeemable Batgirl movie gets shelled by Warner Brothers despite $70 million price tag. Source. The DC Comics film Batgirl will be completely shelled by Warner Brothers, a top Hollywood source told The Post. That means it won't hit theaters or streaming service or the streaming service HBO Max. Fans will not see it. They reported... 70 million movie, which was doing test screenings for audiences in anticipation of the late 2022 debut, would rank among the most expensive cinematic cast-offs ever. Those tests were were said to be so poorly received, moviegoers, that the studio decided to cut its losses and run for the sake of the brand's future. It's a DC disaster. They and here's a quote from the source: "They think an unspeakable Batgirl is going to be irredeemable." The source said. The Post has reached out for Warner Brothers for comment. Um, so I had heard that there was a screening or a, I guess, a test screening back in July. And I had heard that it was real, real bad. Mm. Like, as in, like, real campy stuff kind of didn't make sense. Like, it was convoluted. So I'm like, all right, well, what they'll do with this new, with this new regime is they will just, uh, you know, push the movie back. You know, they want to really jazz things up. They want to really hit the ground running. You know, they're going to just move Batgirl. Batgirl was supposed to come out uh, after The Flash. The Flash got moved. And I was always, like, questioning. It was like, well, Batgirl's supposed to be coming out on HBO Max. Why is that film not coming out on the big screen? And then, and then like, why is it not being rescheduled post the flash because the flash is supposed to set up everything else you're supposed to it's supposed to you know have michael keaton in it that's 
Michael Keaton's supposed to be, you know, the quote unquote, the Nick Fury of the DC universe. He's supposed to show up here or there and kind of give advice, pop in as Batman here or there, and then, you know, go backward, go back to wherever he, you know, go back to the Batcave, I guess. Right. So I heard, heard that this was, you know, a pretty weak, weak film. Um, I didn't get, get into specifics with, you know, those, those people that I talked to, but I did, they, they said it wasn't good. Um, but I never, ever, ever thought that they would just say, you know what, that $70 million that we're going to spend, and I think it's up to, like, more like a, a little past $100 million, they did some reshoots. Uh, I, I, I think I've heard uh, ninety million. A couple sources. Who knows at this point? So they're gonna, you know. But I never, ever, ever thought that they were going to just say, you know what, this movie's so bad, we don't want anyone to see it. That's saying something. This, um, this is the studio that gave us Suicide Squad and Wonder Woman two. And it's Justice, and, <laughs> and, and, Justice and, and Josh Whedon's Justice Gray. League, but this is the one they're yeah. like, no, this this is probably not good enough to release. We got we got to just can it. <laughs> I have never, I don't know, like I've never heard of this. Like we're never gonna see this movie. Like this movie may like the only way that we can see this movie because they're taking it as a tax write off. Basically, when you do a tax write off like this or write down, that means that. They are taking it basically off the books, and they cannot not ever see one penny of. No, like it becomes illegal money. for them to make any money off of it now. Yes, essentially, <laughs> that's what that's what that's about. It's like we're never going to see it on streaming it. services. We we might get a leaked version from Pirate Bay one of these days, but that that's the best case scenario. <laughs> Like, I think the only way to, like, really ever get to see this movie is if, like, at some point, like, someone just decides to buy it, like, away from the studio. You know, kind of like Roger Corman's Fantastic Four that, you know. Yeah. I just, I've never, have you heard of this before? Like, Kyle, what, and when Not you recently. heard it. What, like I said, what, like, we've maybe kind of seen stuff like this happen back in the 90s, but, like, it's been uh, quite a while since we've had a high-profile like, movie like this just get canned. This? It's like, nope. It's never going to happen. Like, when you heard about this, what were your thoughts? Because I think I sent it to you. I think I sent you in a DM. I mean, first I laughed because DC just can't stop being super incompetent with, like, literally everything they're they're doing these days. <laughs> uh, but, sec- but, like, after I stopped laughing, I was like, ah. Uh, it's actually kind of, a, kind of unfortunate because I was looking forward to seeing Michael Keaton in this. So, so, what what are your thoughts about it being quote unquote irredeemable? Do you think they should have just you know risk you know push the movie back and rescheduled, or you know do you think do you think that uh, I mean, without having actually seen anything from the movie, it's kind of hard for me to really judge. But like, I'm definitely not opposed to just cutting your losses. And you know, trying to trying to start anew. Even even though at this point, it's like yeah, they're already like, I guess we're around a hundred million in the hole. It's like, <laughs> how, how much would they had to have caught? You know, how much would they had to have spent in order to redeem this movie? Right? It, it's it's hard to say without knowing what the issues actually are. So yeah, right. th- th- this this might actually have been the best play, all things considered. 
I heard it was real, real campy too. So I don't know if it was like as bad as like but, like they made a like a 1960s Batman type of thing. I don't know. Like I didn't. I didn't. You know. I didn't. Like I don't know. I don't. I don't know. I just. I have no clue. But the, I was told like it was campy. Hmm. I, like I don't know if that's campy like like Batman Forever. Or Batman and Robin campy, or you know, '60s Batman, or you know, I, I I don't know, but it's just super bizarre that they're doing this. Money was spent. Brendan Fraser was cast, and I was really looking forward to Brendan Fraser in this film. Yep. I was like, oh my god, Brendan Fraser's gonna be a villain in like the DC universe. We'll never see that. J.K. Simmons is coming back as Gordon. Like none of like some of the stuff never made sense, and like I I had problems with like some of the things that they were doing. So this is supposed to be set in like Michael Keaton's like Batman universe, but Pat Hingle obviously can't come back as Gordon. And instead of them having like Barbara Gordon, you know, be, you know, the commissioner or, you know, someone in the DCPD, JK Simmons from Batflex universe is going to be Commissioner Gordon. It never made sense to me. Like I was like, "What? That doesn't make any sense." It doesn't make sense. Um. Yeah, it's. It really is just indicative of like the entire state of DC movies right now. It's like, uh, yeah, uh, yeah, just throw everything against the wall and we'll see what sticks. Like literally, that's what they did. That is exactly what they did. You don't get any. You don't get any more throwing things at the wall to see what things, you know, stick other than, you know, this right here. And, like, I, I'm not I'm not here trashing, you know, the filmmakers. I'm not I'm not here. You know, I really wanted to see Leslie Grace. I when when it was announced that she was in the running to play the role. I was like, I really hope she's in the film because I don't think the movie that I watched her in. I was like, wow, she's excellent in that. Um. And I thought she'd make it like a really awesome Barbara Gordon. I didn't care for the suit too much. I mean, what are your thoughts on that? It didn't look great. I mean, it's unfortunate that we've had a lot of instances recently of the live action costumes not looking great. A little amateurish, a little cheap. I mean, that's kind of like I, I did hear a rumor that the costumes were like really cheap. Uh, I think I saw a rumor that they, they someone thought it, uh, someone who saw the movie thought it it looked like a bad TV movie. <laughs> so it was. It, I mean, I don't like. I mean, I'm just I, saying, if so you had showed bizarre. me that costume and said it was from Gotham, I would have been like, yeah, that makes sense. Uh, are you are you so are you saying like the Gotham television series from Fox? Yeah, like like if this costume had come from that show, I would be like, okay, yeah, that makes sense, but. This is a not a TV show budget. This is a high production value movie set, and the fact that we're getting costumes like this is uh, it's not a good look. No, it's like I didn't care for. It. I didn't hate it. I didn't love it. I was kind of in the middle with it. Um, I was hoping to get something more from like you know the Arkham uh, series or you know something more modern from the comic books. But whatever, I'll take it. It was gonna be a live action Batgirl, you know. Nothing can be perfect the first go round. Um, 
But yeah, like I just I'm super surprised that this is happening. That they decided, well, you are not allowed to see this movie. It's so bad that we this will do irreparable damage to the business that is DC films. Um, oh man! And so what's interesting is a report came out yesterday, the day before, that Walter Hamada decided that he was so irritated by this, so annoyed by this, that he decided that he was going to, that he was was actually contemplating like quitting. Oh I no. Just, why didn't you? You're out of the job here like in a couple months. They gotta find your replacement. So it's like I don't know. Like I haven't been to kind of like like I would really want to keep going and talking about Batgirl, but I, there is one thing I would like to say about Walter. I think that he's done an okay job. Um clearly, clearly he was more focused on making lower budget quality films and i put the quality in quotes um but i don't think that he was the right person for the job because uh across the street you have a producer who is swinging for the fences Mm. and to me hamada always kind of played things safe and when you're in movies you should be trying to one-up your competition You're, you're supposed to try to like catch up to them and I never thought, I, ne- I never felt that we were ever catching up to Marvel. I always thought they were like, oh, here's a movie. Doesn't interconnect with anything else. Like Shazam. Shazam, you know. Right, yeah, that, have- that's the product. Every time we do get like a really nice, solid movie, it's completely disconnected from everything. And then Marvel comes out like Infinity War or something. And then it's like, oh, we're just kind of back to where we were now. <laughs> like Aquaman had, didn't had have like a letter from Wonder Woman that they read at like the end of the movie or something. I don't know. I, I don't. Really, and I don't like remember. not having, and like not showing Henry Cavill's face in Superman. You know, not having Black Adam show up in Shazam. Not having Shazam show up in Black Adam. What? <laughs> Isn't it kind of crazy that at some point in the near future, we're going to have had two Shazam movies and a Black Adam movie, but Black Adam and Shazam have not like met or fought each other yet? It's a problem. It's a problem. It's a problem. Um, it's like, if you're so going to do the interconnected wrong. universe thing, just, just actually do it. You're like you half in, this- half out right now. Like just, just do it if you're going to do it. Do you, do you think this is a good move on the part of the new regime? Or do you think this was another step backwards? Uh, the canceling of Batgirl? Yes. <sighs> Maybe it's the like cynical side of me, but at this point, I'm just like, shut the universe down, just burn it all to the ground, and let's start, let's start fresh. Because there, there's it's so... The road from where we began to how we're, you know, to where we're at now, it's so convoluted, confusing, full of controversy and drama. It's like, no, I just, I I just don't care at this point. Like, let's just start anew. Let's start fresh from where Matt Reeves, the Batman is beginning and we'll just build from there. You know? I mean, I wouldn't want that either, but whatever, like it's cleaner. I would say it's cleaner. Than uh than where we are currently, um, 
I don't know. Like, I, I don't know if this is was the right move. Um, I don't know. I don't know if... Uh, I mean, I would like to see. I'd like to see Mel Keaton back. I'd like to see him in the costume. I'd like to see him in Batgirl fight. You know, Firefly. I'd like to see Brendan Fraser. I'd like to see J.K. Simmons back as Gordon. I mean, they released Morbius. They can't <laughs> release this. They released Morbius multiple times. Yes! <laughs> what is going on? I just want this to make sense. <laughs> so, um, do you think though? Do you think we're gonna get any more cancellations? Because Blue Beetle, you know, is a thing. I mean, I'm um, surprised that. They canceled Batgirl before Blue Beetle. Not that there's anything wrong with Blue Beetle. It's just we haven't seen as much of that as we've seen of Batgirl. Yeah, and it was supposed to be, you know, another HBO. So Batgirl and Blue Beetle was supposed to be just specifically for HBO Max. Smaller budget. I mean, that's the thing, though. HBO Max is on the chopping block right now, too. Right. And so, like, to me, it's just weird that Batgirl got canceled, but there's been no news about Blue Beetle. So, we'll see. We'll see. And I am under the impression, now I could be wrong, I could be very wrong, but I think The Flash is going to get canceled before Blue Beetle. And here's why I think that. You have a, you have Ezra Miller, who every week there's a new report coming out about what a psychopath this dude is. He's an I actual look- psychopath. <laughs> I don't think you've ever said that to me. <laughs> it's true, I though. This man is out here endangering people with his existence. I have known Kyle for, what, 10 years now? Now? It's been about 10 years, right? Uh, something like that, yeah. Yeah, I've never heard you say that man or that person is an actual psychopath. <laughs> I try to look in the good of people, and Ezra Miller, he, he's already used up all I, his brownie points. I literally saw that dude with, in a, like, a ski mask holding a gun next to people. I'm like, what is going on? So you mean to tell me that uh, Warner Brothers was willing to put up with Ezra Miller's shit, but they can't, make a, they can't negotiate with Henry Cavill? Well, hold up, hold up. What was that, what was that meme you sent me earlier? So, so Kyle sent me, I'll explain this to you. So it's a series of four clowns. It's a guy guy putting on clown makeup. And it just, the DC executive just getting worse by the panel. So DC is struggling to compete and the clowns just putting white face makeup on. No one likes Superman anymore. So the clown is coloring his, uh, his lips (laughs) red. Ezra Miller and Amber Heard are more important than Henry Cavill. The clown's putting on, <laughs> putting on the clown wing. Also, let's cancel Batgirl. <laughs> <laughs> so, so you have a person, and clearly, I, I, I mean not to make fun of him. I truly, it's clear that this person needs some psychological help. As someone who see, seeks out therapy, not to get too much into that, who sees someone to come talk out my problems, um, it's clear this person has tons 
of demons, tons of them. Mm -hmm. And I'm not trying to make light of that. But that article from the Business Times, I think it was, that where he they were saying that they allege that uh, he was running like a cult, that he is, you know, whenever he travels, because I guess he's living in Europe, but he's like back and forth in the States. Wherever he travels to the States, he's wearing a bulletproof vest, and he always carries a gun because he's fearful. Of the How does this man get in on planes? I don't know, but he not only does he, is he wearing a bulletproof vest and he has a gun because he's fearful that not only that the FBI and the KKK are trying to kill him. Jesus. So clearly, I just don't understand how you can, as a company, with that person as your quote unquote star of the film, who is in three versions of Barry Allen and probably a fourth wink wink um how you can have that person be the restart of your cinematic universe because that's what the flash is supposed to be the flash oh is supposed to be kind of like x-men days of future past the, the soft reboot to get us back on track Yes, it's going to be a soft reboot of a few things. Some events that took place in previous films aren't going to be canon anymore. It's going to kind of set things up for the next couple of years. And you have an actor, the star of your movie, have this many problems. And like I said, I'm not trying to make light of this, this person. I truly hope this person can find you know, some help, that he can get some, that he can seek out some help. Because I'm worried that this thing is going to spiral really out of control and it's going to become a tragedy. I truly think that. And I'm not using, trying to say that hyperbolically. Like I literally had a, had a conversation with a good friend of mine who's a huge fan of the DC Cinematic Universe. Huge fan of Marvel. Huge fan of Star Wars and Lord of the Rings. Nerds like all of us. Mm -hmm. Literally say, this thing is going to end tragically. Tragically. Yep, and when we, he said, uh, we are on track. When he said that, I was that kind of like hit me because this is a real person. This isn't this isn't Barry Allen. This isn't someone who starred in you know Batman versus Superman or Zack Snyder's Justice League or is going to be in the Flash. This is a real human, and I never ever want anyone to kind of spiral out of control. But this is someone who is currently spiraling out of control. And I really, like, all jokes aside, and I'm not even joking about this, I truly think that I really would like to see him get help. And then kind of like, after he's done getting help, I would love to see him come out when he's doing press for The Flash, talk about that and talk about how he was able to get help because I love a comeback story. I love someone who's able to kind of like be in the dumps and then dust, brush themselves off and kind of be the, you know, the human and the person that we all thought they were supposed to be. So, I mean, I mean, I think, I think that blue, Be like from what I, from people I've talked to right now, blue beetle is safe. The flash is not because of the things that I've said in the aforementioned. What thoughts on that, Kyle? No, I'm, I'm completely in agreement. Like, there is a good way, 
for him to get the help he needs. And I don't want to say like, oh, this is a chance for the company or anyone else to profit off of him, but there you can put a positive spin on it. You can, you know, use his, um, I don't know how I want to word this, but yeah, like there's, there's definitely a way that this could turn out for the better. And I don't think we're on that path right now. I don't think so either. Um, do you think, do you think, I mean, what, what do you think they should do? Do you think that they should just scrap the flash like they did Batgirl? Do you think that they should just reshoot all of his scenes? I mean, hundreds of millions of dollars have already been spent. And I was told two or three weeks ago, they have not stopped filming on the flash. How do you just like recast and reshoot scenes that feature the main character? I don't know. I think they're too far. I mean, I don't know what to do. I don't know what they can do unless unless they literally say, you know, this movie's not coming out for another. We're going to move this movie back to you know October of 2023. We're going to spend four months reshooting all his stuff. I don't know what they can do because this this could turn out to be like Justice League. <laughs> We'd be lucky if it was only as bad as Justice League. <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna just say it. I'm I'm gonna be the one that says that like. They are in such a mess with this right now. And I mean, it's not even entirely the like executive's pr- problem here. And you know, obviously uh, what Ezra does was a bit out of the control and right. the way some other projects have panned out, we're not completely under their control. So like, it, it's just an unfortunate series of events that kind of led us to where we're at here. Lemony Snicket series of unfortunate Lemony events? Snicket series of unfortunate DC events. <laughs> But like I don't um, even really know what the correct next move is. Like do like you said, do they just release the film and it does what it does? Do they try to fix the problems with the movie by reshooting and recasting? Do do they just scrap the whole thing and start again? Like I, I don't know what the correct answer is here. I don't know either. They have they have some decisions to make, and I don't know. Not only is, is this this a problem, you have Amber Heard and Aquaman too, and like you said previously, Henry Cavill's Superman. What's happening with that? How is it that you have Batman, Superman, and Wonder Woman, and you don't have Ben Affleck's Batman coming back? You don't have uh Wonder Woman three, like on the like in the wings about to be shot. You don't have Henry Cavill shooting Superman's two, three, and four back to back. I don't understand what's happening. Why? Why? I don't know. Like Flash is supposed to have Flash is basically supposed to be a reboot, but they're supposedly supposedly supposed to jettison Henry Cavill's. Superman and Supergirl is supposed to be like the quote unquote Supergirl going forward. Michael Keaton's Bruce Wayne, Batman's supposed to be the Batman going forward. General Zod's supposed to be fighting Supergirl in this film to kind of like, like, kind of like, I guess, take over scenes from Man of Steel. Like, none of this makes sense to me. Not anything's making sense. And I'm really, or was really excited to see Michael Keaton back as the flash so here is another reason why i think that the flash is actually in trouble so there was a screening of aquaman 2 recently 
And did I say Aquaman? It's Aquaman 2 recently. And apparently when Michael Keaton's uh, Bruce Wayne showed up, the audience is like, what? Huh? This makes no sense. <laughs> um, All these so young the- people don't have an appreciation for the classics. So, so, so like I was saying, like the reason that I think the Flash is in trouble is because the news that was kind of like leaked out. I think that I think that was I think it was a purposeful leak because we were only going to talk about this this week. We're just going to talk about what had happened, you know, you know, via Jason Momoa's Instagram because he let it known that Ben Affleck was going to return for Justice for Justice for Aquaman two. Because the scene with Michael Keaton in it at the end of Aquaman 2 made no sense to the audience. They didn't understand it. They didn't get it. So Ben Affleck is back in Aquaman 2 as Bruce Wayne. So back to why I think that The Flash is in trouble. And I could be wrong. I hope I'm wrong. It is what it is. If I'm wrong, I'm wrong. I'm willing to admit that. But the reason I think that The Flash is in trouble is because it was said that Michael Keaton's role in Aquaman 2 and future DC films, now could, this could be a misquote that, or I'm, I'm misremembering, that his role in going forward in this new setup version is going to be diminished. So if you're, you're going to diminish Michael Keaton's Bruce Wayne Batman and you're going to bring Bruce Ben Affleck's Bruce Wayne back, and he is willing to do that, to me, that looks like that... Um, that Ben Affleck's Bruce Wayne is going to be back. And I say it like a question mark, because I'm unsure. Like, he, we've, we've known for some time that he was not, like, kind of, like, coming back, but... I think he's coming back. I don't know. I'd like to see him come back. I think there's there there's some clear appetite for him. There's some clear appetite for him, you know, uh, at the end of Zack Snyder's Justice League. Um, and you always see... You always see, you know... Tre- I would say trending, but I guess it trends every once in a while. Make the Batfleck movie on Twitter... So, I mean, what do you think? Do you do you think the Flash is in trouble, Kyle? Oh yeah, I'm I'm definitely in the camp that the Flash is in the awkward, troubling position. Because like, even if there wasn't all this weird, you know, who's going to be the Batman going forward? It's it's still the kind of a odd movie featuring multiverses that hasn't really been set up properly yet, and. We're just kind of going into it, and we're like, we're gonna come on the other side, and things are gonna be fine. I, I, I don't, I'm not really sure that's gonna be the case, because like at this point, the continuity of this universe is as confusing, if not more confusing, than the actual comics. <laughs> wow, shots fired, Kyle. I mean, do you, I mean, if if Michael Keaton's role is being diminished going forward. And they're bringing back Ben Affleck. And he looks amazing in those pictures. Those pictures next to Jason Momoa. He looks like peak Bruce Wayne. Like it was literally like right after 
you know, mm. Zack Snyder's League. Like, he looks real good. He's got the hair back. He looks healthy and in shape. I don't think he's as good in shape as he was for BBS or Justice League, but, you know, he looks real good. When you when you saw that he was, quote-unquote, back for Aquaman 2, what, did you, what were your thoughts? I mean, if he really wants to come back, then sure, let's go for it. But, you know, I'm, I'm still... I still remember quite vividly the time where he was done, not just, you know, contractually, but he was like, I'm, I'm over. I don't want to be a Batman anymore. But again, you know, times, times have changed me. If he changes his mind, he wants to come back. I'm, I'm down for it. He's still one of my favorite depictions of the Batman. And so, you know, if he's into it, I'm into it, but like those, you know, the stars have to align. He has to actually want to do it. I know there's demand from the people, so let's let's see if this can happen. Uh, I'm willing to give it a chance. Um, do you think because uh, I guess let me I guess let me finish my question. Do you think that the Flash gets canceled and Aquaman two since Aquaman two is being pushed that? So Aquaman 2 is supposed to be getting pushed back. Shazam 2 is supposed to be being pushed back. Do you think that if Aquaman 2 is being pushed back, that there's a good chance that they're going to cancel The Flash and Aquaman 2 is going to be, quote-unquote, the reboot or the Reese or soft reboot of DC going forward? I'm not sure how that would work out from a logistics standpoint. I mean, like what kind of events in the Aquaman movie would have to happen for that to actually be the case. Uh, I don't know. Maybe stranger things have happened in this crazy, crazy universe that we're following. So who knows? Anything's anything's possible now. If they're willing to cancel a whole fucking movie, Right. Everything we thought we knew, we can just throw it in the trash because we're just we're doing it live. We're, do- <laughs> we're doing it live. Um, I don't know. It's just been a crazy last couple days, and I truly have no idea what's going to happen. Like I have my thoughts on what's going to happen. Um, but I just don't know. Like, I really think if they're, if they're diminishing Michael Keaton's role, they're bringing Ben Affleck back to kind of put that PS on the end of that movie, because apparently Michael Keaton's Bruce Wayne PS at the end of Aquaman 2 was kind of like a big deal for stuff going forward. It's supposed to be Bruce and it's supposed to be Ben Affleck. I don't know what to think about that. Like, I really think that's the, their way forward. Because I've heard that The Flash is supposed to be in Aquaman 2. I've heard Wonder Woman is supposed to be in Aquaman 2. I've heard that Shazam, I think I heard Shazam showed up or Superman showed up. So what you're saying is Aquaman 2 is actually a Justice League movie? Yes, I did. (laughs) Yes, Aquaman 2 is going to be the Captain America Civil War of our universe. Yes, (laughs) that would be that'd be really interesting. Um, but I have heard that a lot, a lot of the DC universe shows up in that film. Now, is it, are they just cameos or is it like what Kyle said, you know, 
you know, Captain America Civil War, I don't know. Like, there's a lot to kind of, like, things are constantly moving. Um, still on DC Universe, DC, <laughs> um, the new head of Warner Brothers Discovery had a investor's call on Thursday or Friday. And he, you know, kind of gave his reasoning for um, his reasoning for the cancellation of um, a Batgirl. Mm. Um, let me see if I can find that quote. Uh, he basically said he's like, "I we want to make we want to make the best." films going forward we want, we want these things to be you know huge and that movie wasn't strategically as big as what we wanted essentially but he did come out and say something that i thought was super interesting um he said that that he wants to have warner brothers discovery when in regards to dc he rebranded it and said that it's going to be called dc studios going forward and that he wants uh, someone to be in charge like Kevin Feige. And not only does he want someone in charge like a Kevin Feige for DC Studios, he also wants them to have a 10-year plan mm -hmm. where DC Studios basically does exactly what Marvel does. And I'm here for it. If that's what they're trying to do, I'm here for it. I am 100% um, on board for actually getting some structure in place, making a plan. Following the plan. So, oh yeah, oh, Supergirl got canceled. <laughs> I'm sure um, the one Supergirl fan out there is really upset right now. Wow, that was harsh. I'm sure there's more Supergirl fans. Than Both one. of them are very upset right now. <laughs> um, if you want to direct all your comments, go to at Leaving Kyle on Twitter. <laughs> I feed off of everybody's hate. Uh, so a 10 year plan, how do you think that they can do a 10 year plan, at, you know, at this point in, you know, where we're at right now with DC films? Man, I kind of want to just go back to what I was saying earlier and be like, the, what we have right now is so convoluted and confusing that like, they just... They just need to cut the fat. Like whatever's not working, just get rid of it. What is working, just kind of just keep on carrying forward. Start start tying new threads together. You know, like if if Aquaman's working, let's you know let's get some more Aquaman movies of production. It's good. You know, if Wonder Woman's working, let's get some more Wonder Woman movies. You know, let's let's just make sure that the heroes we do have and are liked by people. You know, make sure they're getting the spotlight and attention. Maybe eventually we need to actually get a new Superman movie out of that. I don't know. We'll, we'll see. Could you imagine? I, I think that that should have been their original strategy. And at this point, you know, hindsight being 2020, clearly the Marvel way is the way to go. And I know there are some people in the studio that didn't want to go that way, that they, they thought that, the, you know, when conversation came up, that, you know, they would be quote-unquote copying Marvel. Who cares? Oh, yeah, at this point, Where's who cares? People want movies. Whatever you got to do to get the movies out in production, let's do it. 
they want movies that work and they want movies that interconnect with other movies because you constantly can blow up those balloons. You can get to a point when you're you can imagine imagine that they did, you know, DC films where we, they got like Infinity War. You know, you had 20 movies. Ima- yeah, imagine you, if we had like a Crisis on Infinite Earths movie. Right, exactly. They they had Superman, and they had Superman 2, Superman 2 had Batman come out, then Wonder Woman, then Wonder Woman 2 came out, and Batman and Superman are in Wonder Woman 2. Aquaman had Wonder Woman, Superman, Batman, and then you had Shazam with Black Adam, and then Black Adam and Shazam fought, and then Superman showed up in in the Shazam movie, and, you know, like, it just was a constant interconnectivity where things are constantly getting bigger and bigger, and then, you know, there's Crisis and Infinite Earths. And then there's secret wars or blah, blah, blah. You know what I'm saying? You see what I'm getting at, Kyle. Um, Like there's so much potential and it's all been squandered away so far. Yes. And like, so like there's supposed to be a 10 year plan, but then they're going to come out with Joker (laughs) two. That's supposed to be a musical with Joaquin Phoenix and Lady Gaga. And look, I'm a huge Joaquin Phoenix fan. I think Lady Gaga is really underrated as an actress her seeing her as Harley Quinn going forward, cool. But what? <laughs> How does that work? Is that going to be like the last? This to me be- screams like we're trying so hard to be different. It's like, well, Marvel hasn't done a musical yet. Well, why don't we make a musical? Beat them to the punch. But, like, you, know, you see what I'm saying? Like, it doesn't make sense that if they're saying they're, they want to have a 10-year plan, that if they want to have a 10-year plan, shouldn't they stop anything going forward? Like, I get it. The Joker the Joker movie made a billion dollars on a very small budget. And people really responded to Joaquin Phoenix's Joker, clearly. Yep. But why can't they have him show up, you know, next to Jared Leto's Joker? You know, because no one likes Jared Leto's Joker or just have Joaquin Phoenix's Joker be the quote unquote DC universe's Joker going forward and just not have this movie come out. They just seems <laughs> that's like an option, take, too. Yeah, <laughs> they take two steps forward and then three steps back to me. It's like, all right, we're going to have this 10 year plan. We're going to have things figured out. We're going to have, you know, we're going to have these movies that interconnect with one another with one another but wait a minute we're gonna have a movie about one of our greatest villains show up and be in a musical it's like yeah we got a 10-year plan but then we got this other thing here that's not connected in any way and just gonna be confusing audiences about how it ties in and it's 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 always something it's like come on just keep it simple stick to the plan don't need to get too fancy I don't know. Like I'm, I won't go see this movie, even though it's a musical. I'm not, and I'm not dogging musicals. I like Sweeney Todd. I, you know, I saw West Side Story. I'm not, you know, Nightmare Before Christmas. But if you were like to me, to me, I would have preferred this movie to be just Joker going crazy, blowing things up, Robin Banks. You know, doing craziness, but 
and that's not what we're gonna be getting. So I don't know. I can I see know. this being a movie where at the end it's revealed it was all in their head the entire time. That'd be interesting. They weren't um, actually singing and dancing, they just thought they were. <laughs> sorry, um, if I, sorry if I spoil the movie. But I don't know. Like, I'm for this 10 year plan. I really want them to really do big, huge things. I want things to be interconnected. I want things to work. I want things to work. I want, I want these characters to really mean something. And they're not just one offs. Like, it seems like you have Suicide Squad, then you have the Suicide Squad 2. And then it's just kind of like, all right, are, there gonna, are any of those characters from Suicide Squad 2 going to show up anywhere else? No, we're going to do a Peacemaker show. And Peacemaker's great. Is Peacemaker going to tie into any other shows or movies? I have no idea. <laughs> like, all these things need to be decided. Like, like Kyle said, just shut everything down, start over. I'd be cool with that. I'd be cool with that. But uh, James Gunn did say that Peacemaker Season 2 would not be affected by these changes. So, I don't know. So much going on. I mean, he uh, says that, but with the way uh, things have been going, who knows what could happen tomorrow? Especially if they're like literally canceling movies that they've already dumped a hundred million dollars into. <sighs> Being a DC fan is it's just the greatest, isn't it? Though, no, isn't it? <laughs> it's not. I love. DC characters. Um, I love Batman. I love Superman. Uh, I love Green Lantern. I love Wonder Woman. I love Harley Quinn. I love all these characters. Get it together. Did you see there was a rumor that the Green Lantern TV show is going to be canceled? There was a Green Lantern TV show? Yeah, the Green Lantern TV show is supposed to be canceled. <laughs> oh, and the Flash, Flash season 9 is going to be its last season. So, oh, well, I mean, I think if you asked anybody that's still watching that show, that should have ended like in season four. <laughs> they did, I thought their crisis on Infinite Earth was awesome. Not a fan of that? No. <laughs> the, the, the CW stuff doesn't really do it for me. I, I definitely not- enjoyed the first like two or three seasons of Arrow and Flash each, but everything else, I'm just, it, it, it doesn't do it for me. Um, you didn't care for like Superman, Superman to Lois. Haven't seen it. I hear that's really good. I've, I haven't had time to see it either. So didn't they also confirm that that's not actually part of the Arrowverse anymore? I don't know. Things change over there all the time. See, this is what we're talking about. It's like, why am I getting invested into any of this? If it doesn't really matter at the end of the day, like exactly. Like you have Loki on Disney plus you have, you know, you have, they're the you know you have Marvel, you know their characters die like Black Widow, but you know you you do a Black Widow prequel. You have you know they're just always elevating their movies, always. And like this is not me dogging on DC. I just want DC to be in the same conversation that the Marvel Cinematic Universe is, and they're not. It's not. I always hear about people. Oh, I love! I can't wait to go see the next Marvel movie. I never hear it. It's like I can't wait for the next Superman versus Batman movie. I can't wait for all this. Mm-hmm. 
not there. Would be nice. Would be very nice. Anything else that we had to miss or that we miss? Uh, there's been so many little things coming up that I don't know if we missed anything or not. If we did, guys, let us know in a comment. We'll, we'll touch on it next episode. Wow, this is a long one. I thought we were just literally going to be talking about Ben Affleck returning for Aquaman 2. I literally thought that was going to be it. I was like, I can't believe it. He's going to be back. It's going to be just one or two scenes, but maybe he's more interested in coming back for further. And it kind of got like, kind of got like, kind of, that news kind of was, I, uh, kidnapped. Is that the right word? Hijacked. Hijacked. That's why you're on the show, Kyle. Had to be useful for something. So, I don't know. things things are exciting because things are changing i like i said i'm all for thing them having a 10-year plan really 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 excited for that kyle's excited for it i'm sure tom's excited for it tons and tons and tons and tons and tons of stuff coming so we have things more things to talk about so because it's there should have been more things to talk about with San Diego Comic Con. They should have had their announcements. They should have said, "Hey, we're going to be doing this. We're going to be doing that." Yes, yeah, so I, I know our uh, trailer reaction, our initial trailer reactions for San Diego Comic Con kind of got lost in the void. But uh, spoiler: we actually did enjoy the trailers that came out of that. We just wish there were more of them. Right? Like, I, I liked what I saw from Shazam too. I liked what I saw from Black Adam. I'm looking forward to those movies. I just wish we had more to talk about other than Shazam and Black Adam. Why not? Why not? Why didn't they show us a trailer for Batgirl? <laughs> well, I, we know the answer to that now. I mean, I mean, honestly, they could have showed us Aquaman too. They could have showed us a trailer for that, and they did. They could have had. They could have had James Wan and Jason Momoa doing like a live recorded or I guess not live recorded but like a recorded thing that looked live hey we're on the set of Aquaman 2 mm-hmm. finishing up some things here and there and then all of a sudden Ben Affleck's in the background waving hi but we didn't even get that nope we can't have any nice things <sighs> so anything else Kyle I hope one day we can get back on track and actually be excited and happy for what DC's doing. Because right now, this ain't it. <laughs> it hasn't been it for a while. I just want to be excited for DC movies. <sighs> same, Kyle, same. So that's going to be it for episode 185. Uh, make sure that you are doing all that you can to support this podcast by commenting, by sharing, by going to our uh, our Twitter, which is Shamlin on Bat, retweeting, you know, quote tweeting, you know, taking our polls. I constantly have polls going up there. Definitely want to hear your thoughts on those polls. So please always, always vote. Even if even if you don't like what I'm putting on the polls, seeing only 50 people voting, kind of kind of weak sauce. Um, you can follow us on our Facebook page at 
channel on Batman Podcast. We're constantly posting stuff there. So make sure that you're doing that. You can find me on Twitter at uh, Batman Channel. Like I said, you can follow us on our uh, channel on Batman official Twitter page, which is channel on Bat. You can follow Tom on Twitter at Batman Baselab. And you can follow Kyle on Twitter at Looting Kyle. I'm accepting all hate mail at the moment. Um, yeah, so that's going to be it for episode 185. Thank you so much for listening. Peace.